I am thankful to be here tonight. It is a blessing to be here tonight. Uh, I want to thank the pastors for the opportunity to teach tonight. Um, you know, uh, it takes a lot of faith to uh, allow some of us to get up here and speak, um, be, especially when you don't give us any certain thing to talk about. We're left to our own devices, and uh, you know, as well as I do, uh, if you know me at all, that could be dangerous. But uh, Sister Sheena uh, taught, you know, about a week ago, name it and claim it, and know who you serve and the benefits of it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, went back and listened to that message and Brother David's and Bishop's, and, and um, you know, some of the points they brought up throughout that their, uh, their sermons were, uh, were great, as always. But, you know, I, I think, um, and Sister Sheena's, um, naming it, claiming it, know who you serve, um, you know, um, that is that is a lot of what we need to concentrate on is is knowing who we serve, knowing the power that's behind it. And uh, Brother David, he talked about you know multiple examples of of bringing offering and Thanksgiving, and and uh, Bishop talked about turning little into much. And um, Bishop also talked about the sign. He talked about a sign that. Um, you know, he was talking about a sign of uh, how to, how his wife would, or he would signal his wife, or she would signal him, and uh, uh, I learned the sign tonight, apparently, before service. Apparently, uh, I'm not going to say who it was either, you know, Bishop did, he, I'm going to follow suit with Bishop and not say who, who taught, taught him this sign, or who taught me this sign, but apparently the sign is this, in case you're wondering on YouTube, <laughs> apparently this is the sign, <laughs> so, so uh, I was supposed to be looking for that tonight. If I take too long, I'm supposed to be looking for that sign. So, so, uh, but I did ask them. I said, "Well, what happens if you don't give me this sign? Does that mean I got to go longer? Or, I mean, is that how this works?" So, um, but the Lord has been asking me a couple questions, and um, I, I think He's been asking us all the same thing. Uh, and I have I've had to ask myself this multiple times just to kind of get through to myself exactly what the Lord is trying to speak. And, uh, you know, we've all struggled with, uh, with loss. Jody and I actually went through, I think it was last night, and we went back through some, uh, some of the church services on YouTube. We went clear back to 2017 where it started, and uh, wow, wow. Uh, it's amazing uh, to see everybody, and, um, but it's also amazing to see how many people are not here tonight? How many people we lost in that very, very short time? And um, it was actually kind of hard to watch, truly and honestly. Um, you know, we've uh, seen the altar calls and everything and, and seen exactly who was here and who wasn't here. And, um, you know, that was, uh, that was humbling. That was, that was hard to see. Um, so we've all struggled with uh, some transition. Uh, we've all had to step up and do some things we haven't done before because of some of that loss. And you know, it's, it's put us all in a situation where uh, we're kind of unsure of ourselves, and, um, you know, we're not sure where we fit, and um, if we're actually doing the job that that person was doing, because sometimes we didn't know what that person was doing. Uh, some of these people that were ahead of us handled their jobs so well that there was never a, a, a little gap there where somebody could fill it. They literally covered that position 100% fully, to where they didn't even have to show anyone. They were always here, always faithful. And so we've all kind of uh, 
kind of struggled here lately because of that. And, um, you know, if, I, if you went back to that first service and, um, and you looked up at the front of all the people that was there and you counted how many people that really is, you would be shocked. I don't really know the number because, honestly, it was too hard to watch. I couldn't count. <laughs> um, but so my title tonight is, Why Are We Here and What Are We Doing? So that's the questions that the Lord's been asking me. And right now, I'm going to ask if you guys would just bow your heads and pray with me, that the Lord would lead and guide us throughout this message. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for everything. We thank you for this night. Lord God, I pray you just open up this word to these people tonight. Lord, touch our hearts, minds, and souls, Lord Jesus. Give us what we need tonight. We're all hungry. Well, Lord Jesus, we're all seeking you. We all need a little bit of your touch tonight, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise for what you're going to do for us and what you are doing for us. We give you all the thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I start tonight with, why are we here? Are you, uh, and I'm not talking about Genesis. I'm not talking about going back to Adam and Eve. And then I'm not talking about going back to your parents. You know, my mom got with my dad, and no, we're, we're not talking about that. We're going further down the line than that. How did we end up at this church? How did we end up at Christian Apostolic Church? Is, uh, you know, why do we come here? Is it because of the old fallback scripture of Hebrews 10, 25? That says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. I mean, that, that is a good fallback scripture for, you know, why some people go to church, right? It's kind of a, I hate to say generic, because nothing in the word is generic, but it is a good fallback scripture of why you would attend church. Um, do you come because your parents come here? Uh, were you born into this church? Is it close to your house? Why are we here? Why are we here on a Wednesday night? Did you guys not have anything better to do on a Wednesday night than come here? Oh, we all have things going on. We all are busy. We all, uh, you know, is this our hobby? Is this our country club? Uh, why are we here? Do we come here because of friendships? Um, because your wife drug you here? Because your husband drug you here? Because your kids guilted you into coming? I mean, uh, why, why are we here tonight? You know, uh, did we feel a call? Is that why we're here? And the, the second part of the question is, what are we doing? Um, are, we, are we ministering? Are we building relationships with others and the Lord? Um, are we making food? Are we working at the Sweet Corn Festival? Are we mowing the grass? Are we sweeping the floors? Are we picking up trash? Do we sing? Are we worshiping? Are we praising the Lord? Are we decorating for Christmas? Looks good, right? So, you know, a lot of times we say we need to treat this place like it's yours. So if you treat this place like it's yours, have any of you seen my truck? You don't want me to treat this place like it's mine because 
you can ask my wife. My wife gets in my truck, and every time she gets in, I have to move something off the seat. Johnny P. can attest, too. You know, you don't want me treating this place like it's mine. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it's one of those things where if, if we treated it like it was ours, we would get too comfortable. We would allow ourselves to, you know, do like we do at our own homes. You know, uh, we would take drinks in places, maybe on some carpet that maybe is a little questionable. Maybe we shouldn't take drinks in the carpet. Uh, we would, uh, you know, you know, leave our stuff on the floor because nobody's coming over. So you just leave it there, you know. Uh, you throw it in a closet, you know, you hide it under a rug, um, hide it under your bed. You know, if you treated it like it was yours, then maybe we're not doing it the right way. So the Lord's been dealing with me about this, too. And, uh, you know, I, you know, you guys know I do some things around the church, and, and um, sometimes I catch myself treating this place like it's mine. And maybe I'll leave something like, eh, I'll get it next time, you know. But, you know, in that situation, though, there needs to be a certain reverence. This is his house. This is the Lord's house. We need to treat it like his house. And, and that's where, that's, that's, that's the questions that the Lord's been asking me. That's the things that the Lord's been dealing with me about lately. Is, uh, you know, what are we doing? Um, who are we here for? You know, are, are we here for the, the people? Are we here just because it's a responsibility? Um, are we here for our family? These are the questions we need to ask ourselves. You know, Paul says that he had to... Uh, you know, he has to wake up and die daily. And, you know, that is something that we all need to do. Obviously, we need to wake up every morning, pray that our flesh does not get a hold of us, and pray that our flesh does not take over that day. Because, you know, as well as I do, things come along your, your way, and if you're not prayed up and you're not ready for it, you're going to react the wrong way. I do it all the time. We all do. We're, we're fleshly. We're people. And uh, we're, we're going to mess up. But... So if we're taking off the old man and putting on new, so if we, if we, uh, if we do die daily, so you all died, if you all got up this morning and you prayed and you died this morning, you died to your flesh, you, you, you asked the Lord to take over, and you prepared yourself for this day, then why do you need to be here tonight? If you, if you all prayed through this morning, why do you need to be here tonight? guys are all going to have to stick with me because it sounds like I'm talking really crazy right now, but there, there is an end, I promise. So uh, if, if that's the truth, if we all died this morning, we're all prepared for our day, then why do we need to be here tonight? How many came in here tonight and you just feel dead? You feel tired? I mean, it's cold out. It's nice and warm in here. The seats are probably too comfortable. Right? I mean, it's, it's, you know, everybody's had a long week, a long day. This is a, you know, they call it hump day. It's the middle of the week. So, I need this tonight. Do you guys need this tonight? I need to, uh, I need to feel reborn. I need to feel renewed. I need restored. I need uplifted. I need filled with the Spirit. I need washed in the blood. I need cleansed. I need covered in mercy. Who needs covered in mercy tonight? I, uh, 
<laughs> a couple nights ago, I got a call about, it was about 10.40 at night, and um, it, it's, uh, I have the guy's name logged in my phone, and when the guy's name comes up, I know it is one thing and one thing alone. It is, my cows are out. And they never get out at 10.45 a.m. They always get out at 10.45 p.m. And they wait until it's next to five below zero to get out. Because they know I'll be home relaxing, warm, and they are not warm. So apparently they need to get up and move. So I get this call for 10.45 p.m. that my cows are in the street, which is even worse. So Jody and I jump in my truck. My gracious wife goes with me. God love her soul. And um, so we go over there, and of course, the, you know, cows are out running around. And um, that's just great. So thankfully, cows are like me. They're motivated by food. So I brought a bag of corn because I know I would come to a bag of corn. So um, they, uh, I was able to finally get the cows back in. So, you know, then the curiosity of, okay, how did they get out? Well, I mean, what's, what's going on? So, of course, you have to make sure the fence is fixed. So I go around the field, and, you know, I had separated a few off. Well, the field, the fence is perfect. There is nothing wrong with the fence. Well, hey, I had moved those cows close to somebody's house. And obviously, when you separate cows from cows, they get a little angry. They make a lot of noise. So I don't know if uh, one of our gracious neighbors let the cows out or they got tired of hearing the cows. Mysteriously, cows get out of a perfect fence with no evidence. So um, immediately, uh, I needed to be covered in mercy because at 1045 at night when it's freezing cold outside, and somebody possibly let your cows out in the street. Um, mercy is not on the top of your list. It's not there. Uh, grace, grace is non-existent. Um, forgiveness is something you want to ask for after you injure someone. So it was a, it was not a great peaceful night for me. I uh, actually had to go home and. Uh, wind down, as you can uh, imagine, um, but uh, I, I, I went home, and I was still all wound up, and Jody's like, aren't you tired from, lot, from all that? I'm like, nope, not at all, still, still pretty worked up here, so, um, so I had to, you know, talk myself off the ledge there, uh, but, you know, it, it's amazing how, uh, you know, when you, when you reach some situations, and you, you come upon something like that, how much your flesh can, it can arise, you know, and it doesn't matter if you died that morning. It doesn't, because you, want to, you still want to kill that night. It, it's true, and it's, uh, it is just part of our nature, and it's part of why this is so important, why this place is so important, why all of us getting together is so important. So Hebrews 4.16, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Never more appropriate than the night before last for me, right? So Ephesians 2.8. 
For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. And it is. That is a gift from God. That is a gift that you have to ask for. And, um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, Christmas is coming, obviously, and, uh, you, know, you know, we're supposed to ask Santa Claus for gifts and stuff like that, but uh, the same thing applies for our Father and our, our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. We have to ask for grace. It's not just something that, uh, you know, He assumes we want. We have to come to Him. We have to ask Him for it. The thing is, is that to receive grace, uh, we have to be in the right spirit and the right mindset. Is that right? Um, you know, I, uh, I didn't want to receive grace nor give grace the other night. You know, it was just not, uh, not something I was prepared for. You know, I had to step back and I had to pray through. I didn't go to talk to anybody that night around the neighborhood because uh, I didn't have anything good to say that night. You know, so sometimes you have to step back and you have to pray a little bit and say, Lord, or a lot, pray a lot, and say, Lord, you, you've got to help me through this situation. You've got to lead me and guide me of the best way to handle this. Because, you know, we don't always make the right decisions. And that is why we are here, that is why we're with each other. So Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Ephesians 4.32 and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So in those situations, you have to remember that the Lord forgave you. And that is not easy. You have to, <laughs> you have to remember where you came from. You have to remember who you were before you came here, before the Lord brought you here. Before the Lord brought you here, you have to remember who you were. You have to remember and ask yourself, did you deserve forgiveness? You can't give forgiveness if you don't have forgiveness. Because you don't know what it is. If you've never been forgiven, you cannot forgive. It is an experience. It is something when the Lord literally takes something from you that you have hung on to and you have harbored. You have to be tender-hearted, and you have to be prepared for it. You have to come here expecting that it's going to happen. And in the end, you have to be able to then return that gift to someone else. So uh, I was talking to a gentleman today, and, um, you know, he, he uh, I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm going to get out here a little bit early. I have to teach tonight. And he said, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, what are you teaching on? And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of just gave him the title. And he's like, you know, he goes, there's nothing more than when somebody just teaches their testimony. He's like, 
man, your testimony just really changes people, you know. It's amazing how the Lord can take your testimony and just use it to, um, you know, glorify others, edify others, and let them know that they're not alone, you know. And, uh, and you know, so I put that in my notes because, you know, it, it's funny how the Lord just sends people along, gives you little tidbits of things, you know. And, and he was right, you know. You, you all have heard my testimony. Uh, you all have a testimony. You are a living testimony. You are here tonight. If you are here tonight, you're a testimony. You have a testimony. You know what a testimony is. Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. So in this scripture here, it says they overcame him. Who's the him? In this right here, in Revelations. Obviously, it's the devil, the enemy. They overcame him. So, what is it to overcome? It's to succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. So, we need to succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. We need to overcome him. The second definition was... Defeat an opponent or prevail. Overcome. Overpower or overwhelm. So how do we do that? Said in that scripture above, we do that by the word of our testimony. So again, I ask you, and I come back to the title, why are we here and what are we doing? So are we here to testify? Are we here to uplift? Are we here to encourage so if we're doing all these things that I've mentioned above, we're doing all that stuff for us. That's all for us, right? Everything I talked about above this was for us. If we're here to testify, we're here to uplift, we're here to get encouragement. Uh, I told you I want to be reborn, I want to be renewed, I want to be restored. That's all for me, right? So if it's all for me, then why are we here and what are we doing? We are here to worship the Lord. We're not here to edify us. We're not here to uplift us. We're here to uplift each other, but not us. We are here for Him. We are here, and this Him, we are talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. We are here for Him. We are here to uplift him. We are here to testify of his goodness. We are here to speak of his mercy. We're here to talk about his grace. We're here to celebrate his blessings. We're here to offer up sacrifice of praise to him. We're here to take care of his house. We're here to celebrate his goodness. So, again, I ask you, why are we here? Why am I here? Why are you here? Is it for the reasons above? Is it to be reborn, renewed, restored? Yes, it is. It is for those reasons. But once we've established those things for us, 
then we need to turn it around and apply it to him. We need to praise him for those things. We need to celebrate him for those things. He has given us so many gifts throughout our lives. This church here is very, very blessed. We, uh, you know, we, we get word every week that applies to our lives, and it gives us direction. And, um, you know, when we come here, we can either treat it like our house or we can treat it like his house. And the thing is, is once we establish it as our house, that's when we're first coming in. We're reborn, we're renewed, we're restored. Then, after that process, we need to treat it as his house. We need to allow him, allow ourselves to worship him, to praise him. That's what we're here for. We are here for him. We're not here for us. This helps us and lifts us up. But the reason why we are in Christian Apostolic Church and why we come on a Wednesday night, a Sunday morning, and a Sunday evening is to lift him up. Am I right? Yes. We're here to praise him, to bless him, to give him all the glory, honor, and praise for what he's done for us throughout this week. So tonight, I am here wanting renewed, reborn, but through that, once I get past myself, I give him all the glory, honor, and praise, and I give him thanks for getting me through this week, getting me here to this Wednesday night, allowing me to be up here, allowing me to be able to stand on my, two own, my own two feet in front of you all, to be able to serve him with you. That is a blessing and a privilege, and I want to thank him for that tonight. I want to thank him for every single one of you. I want to thank him for this church, the pastors. I want to... Uh, Give all the glory and honor praise to the Lord because, you know, he, he's got me through every single day. I wouldn't be here right now if it was not for him. Um, he's called every single one of you. Do not let us get in the way of what the Lord is trying to do. The Lord is trying to bless every single one of us. He's trying to lift us all up. He's trying to give us what we need every single day. Everything that comes our way is just a trial and a test to make us stronger for Him. It's for Him. It is not always for us. But we get selfish in our, in our ways. So and the Lord is asking me, why are you here? Because sometimes I come here to catch up on things I haven't got done during the week. You know, sometimes I, uh, uh, you know, I didn't get things moved. So I, I come here and I move those while I'm here. Not always in service. That's, is that for him? Or is that for me? Is that more convenient for me? Or is that serving him? So this is where the Lord is asking me the questions. What are you doing? Why are you here? And... In closing, that's what I'm going to ask you tonight. Why are we here and what are we doing? Are we serving him? Are we uplifting him? Are we giving him the glory, honor, praise? Or are we just here for our weekly pick-me-up? Because I catch myself doing that many, many times. I catch myself coming here and saying, Oh, Lord, I need this. I need that. I'm, I am here and I, I was designed, every single one of us was designed for a purpose. We were designed to put on this earth to serve and worship Him. Unfortunately, 
I let him get in the way. So I, I thank you guys all for your time tonight. I didn't get the sign. So I must be done in time. I think I'm actually done a little early. So uh, I, I, uh, I thank you all for, for being here. I thank you for listening to me. And uh, please heed this word. Um, I know this is from the Lord. The Lord has been dealing with me about it for several months. Um, all I've had is a title. Um, but uh, through the last few days in the week here, um, the Lord has applied the message. And um, please don't take it in vain. Um, you know, I'm bringing it love. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you for your love and your encouragement to me. Thank you for always being there. Um, guys, share your testimony. People need to hear it. People need uplifting this day. And every time we do our te give our testimony, every time we speak to someone outside of here, we are lifting him up. It's not about us. It's not about us, guys.